Well, now we have the answer. With John Moran set to return, the Grizzlies had to wave. They had to get rid of a player off the standard roster. And now we know it is. It's Kenneth Lofton Jr. And I get it, but I'm not really happy with this one. I'm going to tell you why coming up right here on Locked On Grizzlies. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. going on what's going on everyone and welcome back to locked on grizzlies i am your host today demichael cole beat writer right here for the commercial appeal in memphis tennessee coming to you from oklahoma city i'm out here in oklahoma right now uh, as the grizzlies get set for a two-game road trip i'll be in oklahoma on today and then first thing in the morning i'll be heading to new orleans for that game as well so a lot of traveling right now in between games but thank you guys for tuning in to locked on grizzlies just with me today uh joe mullinax a little bit under the weather so uh here's the hoping that joe mullinax feels better so he can join us uh soon here in a future episode of locked on grizzlies but today's episode is brought to you by prize picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nba and use the code in all lowercase locked Locked on NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. We've talked about it on the show a lot. Uh, we've kind of broken down the roster construction. And this is quite, to be honest, this is just the first domino. But the way the Grizzlies roster is structured, so many guys under contract, you know, for multiple seasons going forward, tough decisions will have to be made. And some decisions aren't tougher you know, from a skill set standpoint, but they're tough from a financial standpoint. But that leads us to uh, the recent news broke by none other than your your own, DeMichael Cole. I reported the news yesterday that the Grizzlies uh, are uh, intending on releasing uh, or waiving Kenneth Lofton Jr. Now, the Grizzlies have not made this announcement official. I don't expect the Grizzlies to make it official, probably until after the OKC game, once John Morant's suspension, you know, has a, uh, you know, being lifted, so to speak, and then the the court the move that will have to be made in coordination with that is a roster move. One of the players on a standard contract would have to be let go. And uh, from everything I've heard, sources have told me that that player will be Kenneth Lofton Jr. And this isn't a surprise, not to me, not to you. We've seen the writing on the wall for a while. But it doesn't mean that I really agree with it. And let me explain why before we get into some behind-the-scenes things uh, that I can kind of fill you guys in on as well. But first, I want to start here. Let's go down the roster, right? You you got your guys who we know are going to play regardless. But let's talk about the bottom of the roster. You got John Conchar. You got Zaire Williams. I'll throw David Roddy in there. David Roddy. You got Jake LaRavia. You got Xavier Tillman. And you got Kenneth Lofton Jr. You could throw a couple other names in there as well, but let's let's just use those names for example. And when I say bottom of the roster, I'm talking about the standard contract. So this is not pertaining to Vince Williams, who's on a two-way deal. This is not pertaining to G.G. Jackson, who's on a two-way deal. This is not pertaining to Jacob Gilliard, who's on a two-way deal. We're talking about the standard contract guys. You got uh, 16 players who are on standard contracts at this moment. 
Watson Jr. is technically still under contract, but 16 players. Uh, the guys that I just mentioned are the players who play the least amount of minutes. With that being said, every player that I named, except Kenneth Lofton Jr., has something in common. They've all gotten extended opportunities this season. Jake LaRavia, I've seen you guys the last couple of games complain about the minutes that he's getting. But he's getting an opportunity. Zaire Williams started at the beginning of the season, right? David Roddy has started some games, coming off the bench, uh, mixing it in. Uh, John Conchar, same thing. Start off the bench, you know, out of the rotation. But, but all these guys have gotten extended opportunities to show what they bring to the table, from being a starter to one of the first guys off the bench to playing 15-plus minutes in a game. Ken Flothin Jr. didn't get that opportunity this season. And that's where I'm puzzled by this because we saw it, right? We saw the injuries hit the front court. Santi Aldama, Xavier Tillman. You had to go sign Bismack Biombo, even though from what I was hearing, the intention was to bring in a guard. But all the injuries in the front court led to them uh, adding a Bismack Biombo for depth. And even before Bismack Biombo got here, and we're talking Xavier Tillman and Santi Aldama are dealing with injuries, the Grizzlies played two big men primarily over giving uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. extended run. So my problem with this is he he never really got a fair shot on the floor. Now, uh, I will say this. We don't know truly what really, really, really went on behind the scenes to the full extent in terms of if he wasn't meeting certain guidelines that the Grizzlies wanted him to meet in order to you know play on the floor. But what I do know, as I was alluding to earlier, is you know, source did tell me that uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. had a meeting with Taylor Jenkins earlier this season uh, about you know his minutes. You know, uh, why why wasn't he playing? Again, I just alluded to a bunch of young guys who were getting opportunities. And Kenneth Lofton Jr. outside of a couple spurts here and there. No, this is a guy we're talking about average less minutes this season than he did last season when he got promoted from a two-way contract. And this season, the Grizzlies have had more front court injuries than they did last season. So he still isn't getting minutes. Uh, and he had a meeting, and Taylor Jenkins' message, basically, from what I heard uh, from that meeting, was that they don't have enough minutes available. Even though Steven Adams isn't here, Brandon Clark isn't here right now, uh, Xavier Tillman's been in and out a lot of up, Santi Aldama started the season hurt, um, not enough minutes. So there is that. Not enough minutes for Kenneth Lawson Jr. is what – Kind of he was told and whatnot. But uh, this the writing was on the wall. We, we saw this coming again. Uh, it, it makes sense from the financial standpoint. As I said, he is the guy who was on a non-guaranteed contract for next season. So the Grizzlies will eat the remaining of, of his salary for this year. But after this year, they're off the books. So uh, we talked about other players, right? You know, uh, John Conchar, Jake LaRavia. Zaire Williams, potentially any of those players, if you waive them, if you release them, the Grizzlies would be eating salary uh, for at least next season. But in, in, in John Conchar's case, you're talking about, you know, multiple seasons going forward. So it was a tricky situation. All in all, it, it's a tough situation. And Ken Lofton Jr., you know, thank the Grizzlies organization, you know, thank the Memphis Hustle, you know, uh, for the last, you know, season plus. But it just – this was – there was some roster mismanagement in this, in my opinion, because 
the way I'm looking at it now is, look, I got to go back to that Lakers playoff series. If you remember, Kenneth Lofton Jr. at the end of last season was promoted from a two-way contract to a standard deal. He went from a two-way contract to a standard deal right before the playoffs, and the idea was he was to add depth in the playoffs. Well, guess what? Kenneth Lofton Jr. did not play rotation minutes in the playoffs, and he rarely played rotation minutes this season. So basically the Grizzlies, in theory, could have used (laughs) – they could have used uh, that two-way. They could have kept uh, Kev Lofton on the two-way, and they could have used that roster spot last season if they were still to waive Kennedy Chandler. Uh, they could have used that roster spot to go get another big man who was a free agent at the time potentially uh, and at least throw him in a rotation against the Lakers and Anthony Davis, and you have a better better chance at winning that series because Anthony Davis was the reason the Lakers uh, was the main reason, at least the Lakers beat the Grizzlies in that series. Sure, the, the Grizzlies had some offensive struggles and whatnot, but rebounding, uh, the Lakers dominated the class. They were the more physical team all around, and a lot of that started at the center position. You know, no Stephen Adams, no Brandon Clark, but uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. That's my one kind of right with the situation uh, that's different than some of the others that we've seen. Kenneth Lofton Jr. didn't really get the same opportunity as Jake Laravia as David Roddy, you know, as Zaire Williams, you know, uh, guys in this lineup. And then some of you will point to his defense, right? Oh, DeMichael, he hasn't been a good defender. Guess what? I agree. At the same time, this is what I also uh, understand. Jake LaRavia has not really impressed me as a defender. Zaire Williams has been decent on the defensive end, but his offense has been bad. So he hasn't impressed me on the offensive end. David Roddy has been decent on the defensive end, but his offense hasn't been good enough enough uh to account for that so the point is which of these young players is is standing out on both ends so with Kendall Lofton Jr yeah you get the defensive struggles potentially and again we didn't even see it enough we didn't see it enough with the Grizzlies uh, uh to get a big enough sample size but you know if you watch you know him playing summer league and whatnot yes that was there uh the defensive struggles but at the same time our biggest complaints about the Grizzlies right now, uh, offensive efficiency in the half court, um, paint scoring. Uh, Kenneth Lofton Jr. is very helpful. He would be very helpful in each of those areas. And that's why um, you know everything that I'm hearing uh, kind of indicates that he's going to get interest from other teams around the league. So uh, it's it's a it's an opportunity based league. I mean, we all know that right now. And at the end of the day, Kenneth Lofton Jr. didn't get an opportunity really with the Grizzlies to kind of stand out. Uh, I think everyone out there can agree with me that Jake LaRavia, Zaire Williams, all the guys, all the draft picks have been given more of an opportunity uh, than Kenneth Lofton Jr. I mean, he started one game last season, right? 42 points, 14 rebounds. I know it came against backups and all that. But the one game he started, he did what you needed to be done. 42 points, 14 rebounds. Dominant. I think he shot 16 of 25, 17 of 25 from the field in that game. And it didn't really carry over. So uh, that's the end of the Kenneth Lofton Jr. era in Memphis. Uh, It comes kind of uh, in coordination with the return of John Morant. Again, the Grizzlies signed Bismack Biombo after John Morant's first five games suspended uh, using a suspension exemption uh, signing, and they signed him for the rest of the season. So Bismack Biombo in, Kenneth Lofton Jr. out. Uh, speaking of out, there's going to be some more Grizzlies who will be 
out uh, coming up in a, uh, this game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, we got to talk about the injuries coming up next. But before we get to that, we got to talk to you about one of the bit, one of the sponsors for today, and that is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the number one daily fantasy sports option out there. And look, man, I, I've been saying it, been saying it for the longest. Here's the thing about Prize Picks to me: not only it's the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Easiest, most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports is just you and the numbers. That's it. You're not going against other people. You're not battling thousands of other players. Uh, it's just you and the numbers. You you pick the more than or the less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. That's it. It's as simple as that. And here's my favorite part about Prize Picks. Prize Picks offers a reboot policy so that your ent- that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. So if your player gets hurt in the first quarter or the second quarter, in the first half, football, we know a lot of injuries happen in football. And even if it happens in basketball, you get a player who exits the game, you get a reboot, you know, basically saying that that player is rebooted and Prospect is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy like that. Let's say if you had Derrick Rose in last Friday's game, you know, with the Grizzlies, he got hurt in the first half. If you say, oh, I, I had Derrick Rose scoring more than eight points, Price pick said, okay, we got you. A reboot insurance policy. You ain't getting that anywhere else. You can only get that at prize picks. But look, it's very simple with the basketball season here. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from specialist leagues. A league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports. For example, you can say LeBron James and Travis Kelsey. How about that? You can put a LeBron James and Travis Kelsey combination out there and 10 and a half combination of three-pointers made and receptions. Only at prize fix, man. You'll take advantage of these terrific opportunities. Use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Again, that's all lowercase. Prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Coming up next on Locked on Grizzlies, we're going to talk about the injury report for the Grizzlies. A couple players have been added, so let's talk about that next here on Locked on Grizzlies. Welcome back to Locked on Grizzlies, everyone. I am the Michael Cole, beat writer here for the Commercial Appeal in Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee. I'm in Oklahoma City right now uh, for the Grizzlies game against the OKC Thunder. I'll also be in New Orleans on tomorrow for that one as well. And what's understood doesn't have to be explained about uh, that game coming up. Uh, We're going to have a lot of coverage on uh, John Morant. If you didn't check out uh, my story on commercialappeal.com, where I kind of looked inside of what John has been doing throughout the 25-game suspension, including, you know, going out, still having fun, uh, being around his teammates as much as he can, including, you know, going into group text, going into Grizzlies group text and sending guys, you know, messages during halftime. You know, uh, so they can see them basically on how the team can improve throughout the game. So staying active as it can and then the community work. You know, it's not as loud as it used to be with John Morant, but he's still popping up, doing surprise visits and uh, having an impact on the community. But go check it out in the story. There's just more detail there as well. Uh, thank you guys again for tuning in to Locked on Grizz. Make sure you continue to tune in. Uh, find us everywhere. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Locked on Grizzlies is in all of those places. But more injuries, man. And uh, these injuries, I guess, were kind of expected because of, uh, you know, we saw what played out lately, more so the Derrick Rose one. Uh, if you watch the last Grizzlies game, Derrick Rose left the game in the first half due to left hamstring tightness. Uh, we didn't really get an update, you know, over the weekend. I think the Grizzlies uh, did 
didn't have a formal practice over the weekend. So uh, I'm sure that they did some some play group things and Ms. Taylor Jenkins likes to call it the vitamins or whatever. Uh, but what we have is uh, Bismack Biombo back soreness is doubtful for the game against Oklahoma City Thunder. And this is notable because um, I'd like to point out the fact that Kenneth Lofton Jr., uh, from what I've heard, did not travel to OKC because he won't be on the roster by the time of the uh, of the New Orleans game, and including the Grizzlies are playing a back-to-back. So since he didn't travel and Bismack Biombo is doubtful, you're talking about Xavier Tillman, Santi Aldama, and Jaron Jackson Jr. being your three primary bigs who will be available. Uh, so that's where the decision to let go of a Kenny Lofton Jr. Uh, comes into play here because now you're down to three big men potentially in this upcoming game as Bismack Biombo is listed as doubtful with back soreness. But going back to Derrick Rose, uh, he had a left hamstring tightness and it's been determined, you know, after further evaluation that he has a left hamstring strain and he's out week to week. I think this is the third time uh, Derrick Rose is, has been injured. Uh this season. So um, starting to add up, you know, again, uh, I think Derrick Rose is 35 and, you know, he has his, uh, uh, you know, history with the injuries, but uh, week to week is the designation here. This is a big one. Uh, Stats wise, Derrick Rose, you know, has been solid. I think, you know, when you talk about uh, value, you're getting really good value for a minimum contract uh, player, but this kind of hurts the Grizzlies step. And quite frankly, you're very happy that, uh, this guy named John Morant is on the way back. And it really makes you emphasize uh, how long, how much longer until Marcus Smart gets here. Uh, make sure you follow follow me on X at DeMichael C. Uh, and then I'm sure we'll have it after uh, the game on tomorrow. I'll have a bigger update on Marcus Smart because we'll learn from Taylor Jenkins and uh, just we'll figure out, you know, what happened over the weekend. Again, the idea was that Marcus Smart was going to get more five-on-five opportunities. And with those five-on-five opportunities, the Grizzlies are going to have a better idea of when he can return to play. Typically, when guys go five-on-five, it's not that much longer. If I was a guessing man, I'd say probably not the back-to-back. Maybe he's back for the Thursday game in Indy. But that's if I was a guessing man. That's no intel uh, right there. But once I do have the intel, I'll make sure I have it on here. So Marcus Smart, uh, he's listed as out for tomorrow. You get John Morant back on Tuesday. So point guard-wise, the Grizzlies is going to be very short in this game. Expect Jacob Gilliard to get a lot of time, uh, Desmond Bain to play on the ball. Uh, we'll see who that other player will be. I, I put it on X the other day, but a lot of people had a problem uh, with Zaire Williams uh, being an initiator of the offense. And I asked uh, Taylor Jenkins why he leaned on uh, Zaire Williams and Jacob Rabia as his wings pretty much over John Conchar. And when he spoke specifically to Zaire Williams, he said that he needed – Another guy who can initiate offense, and that's where uh, the decision to put in Zaire Williams came in. So, uh, yeah, so Zaire Williams, initiator of offense. So you probably get ready to see that. Uh, do I think he's good at it? No. But the Grizzlies, um, I mean, it's it's something they want to do. I mean, it's look, it's the situation they're in right now. Uh, in, in a perfect world, you got John Morant, Marcus Smart, Derrick Rose as your three primary ball handlers. And if one guy goes down, you got the other two and whatever the case may be. That's in a perfect world. Uh, right now, you got none of those guys. You know, you don't got Marcus Smart. You don't got John Morant, at least until Tuesday. And now you don't have Derrick Rose to so the injury that's considered week to week. So as we get more updates on the Derrick Rose injury, uh, we'll have more there as well uh, as we go on there. But speaking of 
having more there. We got more from this Oklahoma City Thunder uh, versus Grizzlies game. Uh, this is the last game that the Grizzlies will play without John Morant. Right now, they're 6-18. and 18. Can they pull an upset on one of the top teams in the Western Conference? We'll talk about that in a second. But before we get to that, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is where you go to make every moment more. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. Simple. All you got to do is bet $5 on any money line bet, and then boom, $150 in bonus bets will come your way. And your money line bet has to win, so make sure I'm clear on that. So uh, if you're a Cowboys fan, because I, you know, I like to throw a couple shots at the Cowboys, uh, I hope you pick the Bills with your money line bet, because then you get $150 in bonus bets. And if you pick the Cowboys, then you know. But that's $150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action because the app is so easy to use and there's a wide range of betting options spreads player pops over unders and much more visit fanduel.com slash locked on to take advantage of all these opportunities and not just uh football it's not just basketball you got hockey you got baseball you got college basketball wherever you go fanduel is where you make every moment more so go take advantage of those opportunities now coming up next on locked on grizzlies we're going to preview this upcoming game between the Grizzlies and the Thunder. Stay tuned for that. Welcome back to Locked On Grizzlies, everyone. I am DeMichael Cole, be writing for the Commercial Appeal right here in Memphis, Tennessee. Want to thank you guys for continuing to tune in with me today. Again, Joe Mullinex uh, out today, feeling a little bit under the weather. So I uh, hope Joe Mullinex feels better. Uh, we miss you, Joe. Uh, can't wait till you're back with us as well. But uh, it's going to be a few, it's going to be busy days going forward. I can't wait to keep you guys covered uh, with everything. I'm glad we got uh, the Kenneth Lofton Jr. news uh, kind of out of the way now because uh, it's going to be a lot of job things going forward for the rest of this week. And I want to make sure that we have you guys covered uh, on top of everything. Again, I'll be in OKC today. I'll be in New Orleans on tomorrow. And I'll probably be, you know, I'll be back in Memphis for the Indiana game. And I'll probably be in Atlanta on the 23rd for that one. So we're going to have you covered. Locked on Grizzlies is the place to be if you want Grizzlies coverage as well as commercial appeal and all those great places. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in as well. But let's get into this game. Let's get into this matchup a little bit. Uh, when I, is, you haven't caught on right now, I'm always, when we talk about games, Thunder Grizzlies preview section right here. Uh, I like to talk about certain matchups. I got to get into the matchups. And right now, uh, when I look at it, the Grizzlies are at a huge disadvantage. Point guard spot. Shea Gilgis Alexander, if you haven't been watching, he's averaging over 30 points per game. He looks like a star. I cannot wait, cannot wait to see Vince Williams guard him. If you watched the Grizzlies last season, You'll remember, I think I forget exactly what Shea Gilders Alexander's streak was. So don't quote me on this, but it was it was comparable to this. I think he came into that game having scored 25 or more points uh, in at least seven or eight games in a row. And then Dylan Brooks guarded him, held him below whatever that number was, and ended that streak. Uh, Dylan Brooks had a lot of success against Shea Gilders last year for the Grizzlies, being physical, uh, just taking away his space. You know, uh, Shea Gilders is a very good finesse player. He likes to get to certain spots, and when he gets to his spots, it's game over. Just go ask the Denver Nuggets what he did uh, to them just a few days ago, uh, getting to his spot, making a turnaround jumper for the game winner. But here's the thing. Vince Williams uh, is, is a guy who has guarded Devin Booker. He's 
guarded Kevin Durant. He's guarded Luka. He's guarded Kyrie. Uh, the Grizzlies have no problem throwing him at the Wolves or, or whatever the case may be, and he's held his own. So I'm looking forward to seeing how he holds his own in that matchup. But where I say the Grizzlies are at a disadvantage because it's the other end. Uh, we've seen it. The Grizzlies have, you know, uh, statistically speaking, one of the worst offenses in the NBA. Uh, they're not really scoring at a high clip right now. And a lot of that goes back to the point guard position. You know, they're not generating enough good looks. Now, with that being said, they're not generating enough good looks. But you know who's been one of the better difficult shot makers in the NBA this season? Jaron Jackson Jr. To take that a step further, he's also one of. I mean, Joe, Joe Molak said he was the best. So, we'll, 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 hey, I trust Joe, Joe's opinion with anything. But statistically speaking as well, uh, he is graded out as the best isolation scorer, top five isolation scorer in the NBA right now. That's Jaron Jackson Jr. If you watched him against the Rockets, uh, you saw a guy who, when he got to his spots, it was pretty much game over. This Oklahoma City team, it'll be interesting to see how they come out with the matchups. Uh, Bismack Biombo is not going to play. So who will the Grizzlies start? Will they go with Santi Aldama? Who, if they start Santi Aldama, I think that kind of tends into the OKC's uh, favor a little bit more. And you might say, what, Mike? What are you talking about? Santi's a much better player than Xavier Tillman seen. I agree. But we're talking about matchups here. The Thunder are a team who pretty much play four wings. They play point guard, and they have three wings uh, playing uh at the, at the shooting guard, small forward, power forward position. Pretty positionless basketball team. Chet Holmgren plays the center position. Now, here's the point. If Chet Holmgren is going against a physical center, uh, he has to man that matchup because you can't uh, leave that guy if you can't put, you know, uh, one of those other players, whether it's Jalen Williams, uh, whether it's Lou Dort, whether it's Shea Gilders, Alexander, Josh Giddy, you can't put one of those players on the opposing center and because they're going to lose the rebounding matchup if that center is very, very good. Or they're going to get dominated on the offensive end if that player is a very terrific scorer. If you have, you know, a guy like Santi Aldama, who is a terrific scorer, but Santi is not the most physical scoring threat in the world. Santi is not a guy you're going to see too often. I mean, if at all, go to the low block, go to the low block, put two hands in the air, uh, and, and, his you know shoulder into the chest of someone, put his two hands in the air and say, give me the ball. You're not going to see Santi do that too much. Santi is very much more of a finesse style, go from the top of the key, drive to the basket, you know, uh, dribble drive type guy, uh, use his size to finish over people, but not more from the physical aspect. So he plays, that's more into the Thunder's, you know, defensive lineup. Xavier Tillman, you don't get much of an, op- of an offensive threat, a big one at least, but you get a guy who's going to hustle hard on the boards and he's 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 physical, and if you play one of those smaller guys against him, I think he has a better chance of changing the game from the standpoint of you know attacking the glass, getting the rebounds, uh, you know, get tip outs, and and keeping possessions alive for the Grizzlies. I think you have to start him uh, instead of going to to Santi or going small or whatever the case may be. And here's another reason why: I'm going back to what I just, what started this conversation, and that's Jaron Jackson Jr. as an isolation. Score. You go look at that Thunder team. Ain't, ain't, there's only one guy in that starting lineup that stands a chance, that stands a chance against Jaron Jackson Jr. when he's driving to the basket. And Chet Holmgren, as small as he is, look, lately we've seen Jaron Jackson Jr. going into the chest of some really big dudes. 
And uh, Chet Holm, yeah, he's coming off an eight, nine block game. But Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, if he stays out of foul trouble, this has all the makings of a big game for Jaron. Uh, I, I think a big part of it is having that extra big on the floor because now you put the Thunder in a pick-your-poison type situation. Do you want to put a guy like Lou Dort or uh, Jalen Williams? Do you want to put Jalen Williams on uh, uh, Xavier Tillman Sr. and let them deal with his physicality and battle with him on the glass? Or do you want to put one of those guys on Jaron Jackson Jr. and just say, hey, we got to crowd him and just you know deal with him shooting over the top of you? I think you don't want those guys being guarded by Jaron Jackson Jr. I think you want Chet Holmgren being the guy to guard those guys. So I think it's important for the Grizzlies to kind of plan ahead and plan for that to happen and say, guess what? Okay, we're going to start Xavier Tillman Sr. This is a matchup thing. This is not about who's the better player. Is if, if the Grizzlies were playing a completely different team, I'd say, hey, start Santi Aldama uh, from the standpoint that he gives you that offensive boost that this lineup desperately needs right now. But for this particular matchup, for a team that likes to play small like this, uh, this is a game where Jaron could be the difference maker. Sure, uh, you got Desmond Bain, and Desmond Bain is great, but uh, the Thunder have great wing defenders. They have guys like Luke Dort. Uh, Shea Gilles-Alexander is one of the top steals producers in the NBA right now. They have some really solid defenders on that end. I think your difference maker has to be Jaron Jackson Jr. That's my key to that game. And uh, make sure you stay covered here, Locked on Grizzlies, because we're going to have it all uh, coming after this game. Uh, we'll see if Joe Monax will be back with us as we get to preview our next game as well. Locked on has lunch, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And it's on YouTube. Locked on Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts like myself and Joe Monax of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league that's Locked On NBA and every other national show out there. But go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube. All you got to do is subscribe. And guess what? You're going to get the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. That means it'll be streaming once you get off Locked On Grizzly. It'll be streaming uh, if you wake up in the middle of the night. It'll be streaming when you're eating a bowl of cereal in the morning. It's always streaming Locked On Sports today. Go check it out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and you tune in as well appreciate you guys for tuning in with us on today on locked on grizzlies we talked about kenneth lofton jr this grizzlies decision to waive him uh more injury news and we're going to have more updates going forward as well especially on marcus mark and luke Kennard. Uh, so make sure that you continue to tune in for locked on grizzlies for that and we previewed this game against the oklahoma city thunder where the grizzlies are uh at a disadvantage the grizzlies will not expect are not expected to win this game uh, at all but I pointed out one mismatch. If you want to say, hey, if we look back and say the Grizzlies won this game or they kept it really close, pretty sure Jaron Jackson Jr. will be a big reason why because of his size, because of his ability to be a difference maker. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate you for tuning in with us on Locked on Grizzlies today. And remember, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, I'm DeMichael Cole. We'll see you on Locked on Grizzlies.